record button. There we go. So we can go ahead and get started. your host and this is the podcast that sounds funny today is the week of september 7th we're actually recording a little bit early uh but that's the uh, official designation of the show uh episode number 45 Yay. you're right it's 45 Colt 45, APC, M1911A1. 45 caliber. Yeah. People who know what that is, you bet, then you're familiar with the military. But they now have mm. M9 Brettas, so you maybe you don't, unless you're old folks like us. <laughs> uh, so anyhow... Um, we uh, like to open up with uh, things that have happened lately, what's new. It could be an old classic family story. It could be something to read and watch and doing, which I... But I like Terry. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is, this is Keith, your host. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Terry. I somehow jumped over that part of the notes, yeah. yeah. And I'm here too, Jill. Yay. Oh, yeah. So we're all here. We are all present and accounted for. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it is a, a holiday today, and there are kids in the house. They should be downstairs or outside, but you never can tell. There could be a burst of uh, excited chipmunks raging through here. <laughs> uh, we'll Did see. you know if you put frosted mini wheats in your mouth and take a drink of coffee, they melt? <laughs> Do they? Many wheats. Frosted mini wheats melt? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Did not know that. Yeah. real quick. Public oh. service announcement. <laughs> the more you know. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't. I, I keep having these ideas of stuff. This would be good for our opening segment, and I forget to write it down. It's like ah, I, I have like five things. <laughs> like like he didn't write any of them down. I have a couple. What is all this? Does anyone have a question? Now I got lost, got out, out of my note here. Yeah. You can lead the way here. I'm in my. Okay, I'll take care of this. Um, oh, you guys uh, never watched uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. 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 Well, he was in the news here over the weekend. Um, I heard that uh, on Thursday, September 2nd, when that's the day we had our Madison County Blind meeting, but on that same day, he got married. (coughs) And so him and his new wife, I don't Mrs. Mrs. Dog. Her name. (laughs) They're going to have some puppies. Her husband, I think, died of cancer, as did the bounty. Uh, what's his name? Dwayne. Uh, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Dog. Yeah, but yeah. Dog. 
his wife, they're, they're both going to incorporate their dead spouses into their wedding ceremony. Gee, it's one thrill after another. And then over the weekend, Willard Scott died. Yeah, I've seen that. Who's that? Willard Scott. He used to be the weatherman on Good Morning America. Oh. He, always, he always had that segment of smuckers. This person is 100 years young today. But he also did other stuff. He was also he, at McDonald's for a little while. He was the original oh. Ronald McDonald. Yeah. And they said he did some other stuff too, clown work like that, entertaining news yeah. segment stuff. You know. Yeah, there used to be a, a weatherman because I don't think he Willard, was Bozo. Willard Scott was a weatherman. <laughs> the weatherman they had in St. Louis on Channel Five for a long time. I can't think of his name now. He was Corky the Clown on Corky's Colorama in St. Louis. Huh. Well, who was Mr. Patches in St. Louis? Oh, he was Patches. a guy. He, he was a weatherman on Channel 30. Yeah. What is it with all these clowns being weathermen? I know. That's what I'm talking about. Well, Scott was a weatherman. He was a clown. I don't know if Bozo was the weatherman. They're trying to make the weather funny. Because I got that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I already done your picnic. (laughs) That means you're killing them, Andy. And we're fixing to have a cookout today, but... My funny story I was telling you about just happened a little bit ago whenever we was trying, I was trying room and something happened to my phone. So I was tapping on everything, trying to make it talk because it just quit talking and ended up calling 911. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, it, was just, it just started the Zoom call and I could hear Jill talking just fine. And suddenly she went away and then it was a while. And then she came back and she dialed 911. Head down 911 because Zoom wouldn't talk to her no more. I was trying to get my phone to talk to me, not 911 to talk to me. 911, Zoom doesn't work. But yeah, now it's working fine again. Yeah, well, um, the only thing I can think of is I, I was just this morning listening to some old Christmas uh, radio shows with Bob Hope and Jimmy Durante and a bunch of old tiny radio and music and music stars. <laughs> Ancient peoples. Yeah, from 1944. Thank you. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Christmas Command Performance Hope. Telling all you Japs and Nazis from Berlin to Sumatra, your chances are as slim as a half of Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Thought that'd be an egg with a bobby sock for a minute there. Ancient. We're not that old now. Uh, uh, I, I have a, a pod on my podcast catching app. Uh, there's a big band serenade that I was going through some of their old uh, archive feed. I thought, yeah, I'm going to play that. It's like a two hour special. So I didn't get, I got about halfway into it before we got started. Hmm. But that's that's one kind of late breaking new thing. Um, was it funny? <laughs> actually, yeah, it was. Um, of course, it's time humor, a, a variety type show. But they did, like I said, comedians Bob Hope and others on there. Well, tell me something about the presents you bought, Professor. Well, I have an aunt who's always been very nice to me, so I bought her a bull. Kelowna, why would your aunt want a bull? Ask her. She's a cow. <laughs> 
Dakota, it's absolutely impossible for a cow to be your aunt. It is? Yes. <laughs> Lie to me, will you? Even even for being so old, you know, the humor holds up most of it. There's some other things. Can, well, even if we were podcasting on our usual day tomorrow, um, we still wouldn't be able to tell everybody. We'd have to look into the future. Yeah. St. Louis Cardinals win their baseball game tomorrow. We're going to. Yeah, we're going to the baseball game. Oh. And uh, we'll have to see if they win. So, people, when you listen to this on Wednesday or Thursday, you can tell us. Go ahead, tell us now. <laughs> Did <they win? laughs> Did Call in know? now. Call in and tell us if they won. Yeah. That way we know how to bet. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we have a particular kid who has a football game. So he may not be able to go. But I've heard the football game is supposed to be Monday instead of Tuesday. So maybe he will got to go. I don't know. Monday, you mean like today? Yeah. Oh, I, don't know, cool. I don't know why they'd have it on a holiday, because you know, Labor Day, of course. Yeah. It's also Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. <laughs> and then yeah. regular football season starts Thursday, I found out. Yay. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, regular football season. Don't know what football team to root for since Rams ain't here no more. Guess we'll have to root for the Bears. The uh, Bears. Yeah, you know, Bears. Way, way back. In the day when the St. Louis Cardinals was still in St. Louis, uh, I was it was overseas. I was down in Panama, and my my date to return back to the states was rolling around. You know, it was like 1988, and it's summertime. I was like, yeah, I've got to be back in the states. It'll be great to root for the Rams or not the Rams, the St. Louis Cardinals, and go see a few games here and there. And that was the year they left town. Like, <laughs> oh. I hate you. You were coming back. That's why. I guess so. <laughs> and people are like, well, you must have a big, that big of a thing if you don't like them. And it's like, here, you know, it's not exactly that I'm not a, a fan of the St. Louis Card- or the Cardinal football team. Uh, for one, even though they did abandon St. Louis for no good or real good reason. Uh, but back in 1988, this is before the internet. And, and local news played local sports. We In St. Louis, you don't get the day, daily news of what's happening with the, the L.A. Dodgers or the Seattle Seahawks, unless, of course, it's a playoff game or unless, of course, they're playing the St. Louis team. And so there's, there was no good way to keep up with watching uh, a, a game in Arizona, you know, 2,000 miles away. And so you just kind of lose touch. And it's like, eh, good riddance. And they didn't do any good out there anyway. They still aren't doing it all that great. Uh, and then they had the Rams. The Rams had come and gone. It's like, oh, wonderful. Yeah. But I think St. Louis is trying to get a new team out there, but I don't. I haven't heard much on it lately. St. Louis Battlehawks. Woo! XFL. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. XFL was something going on. I knew there was some kind of a, a, a team coming in. Well, I don't have an awful lot in this segment other than to say, hey, you go have news, our, our usual uh, oh, no, holidays. housekeeping stuff of saying, hey, if you visit our page, click the donate button, support the show financially if you like what we're doing. Uh, drop us a 
line through our contact or comments. Just let us know what you think of us. So leave us you know, that, some feedback that way. But next up is our holiday. That's right, this holidays. Happy holidays. Yep, yep. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to you. Now I got to find my holidays. They're funny. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Because I got my uh, notes all scrambled up here. Some of them are. Some of them are. But we like to go from Tuesday to Tuesday because that's how we typically record our shows. And just oh, as a, roll. <laughs> yeah. so as a review uh, from last week, we mentioned Tuesday. Uh, the seventh Brazil Independence Day. Brazil. They have a song called Brazil. Oh, eat some Brazil nuts. <laughs> Ooh, I, I have a story about that. So I have to come back to it later. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Google Commemoration Day. As if Google needs a day to be commemorated. I don't know why. <laughs> Grandma Moses Appreciation Day. Uh, if you don't know who Grandma Moses was, she was a, a, a painter, but she didn't even start painting until she was like in her 60s or 70s or maybe even 80s. She was really old when she even got started. Wow. She used her rocking chair to go across the Red Sea. Was a grandma Moses? Yeah, Moses's grandma. <laughs> uh, it is the International Day of Clean Air, National Acorn Squash Day, huh. National Beer Lovers Day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> National Grateful Patient Day. So, if you are a patient. Go see your doctor and be grateful, I guess. <laughs> it's Telephone Tuesday. Texas Energy Savings Day. And that's uh, the recap on the Tuesday holidays. Uh, September 8th, Wednesday. Here we go. International Literacy Day. So if you can't read or write, I guess this is a good time to start. And if you can, read a book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, National Ampersand Day. You know that little and sign on your keyboard? You know, capital seven. <laughs> Use it on every message. <laughs> ah. Find ways to use that ampersand today, I guess. It's Pardon Day. Pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon. <laughs> Pardon me, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. Pardon? <laughs> I'm a present, pardon me! <laughs> uh, World Physical Therapy Day. Oh. And that's all a Wednesday. September 9th, Thursday. Care Bears Share Your Care Day. <laughs> it's a children's holiday, apparently. Yeah, share Your Care Bears. Yeah. Uh, International Sudoku Day. Wow. Didn't know they had a day for that. Nope. Sudoku is a, one of those uh, numbering puzzles. 
Yeah, I don't quite understand them. The but grid is like them. nine squares by nine squares, and you have to plug the numbers in. So there's only one digit per row, one digit per column, one digit per three by three segment. Woo, pretty complicated, but people like to do those. I used to have an app uh, on my computer that did that. And the only reason I could do any good at it is because you could take a hint. Uh-huh. <laughs> You put a number in, and we'll go, uh-uh. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Pick a different one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll give you hints. You could choose this, these numbers, one, two, three, four, five, or something like that. We'll tell you the numbers you could pick, the possibilities. That's the only reason I even could come close to doing good at it. It's difficult. Yes, I can imagine. Taxing on the brain. Uh, it is National Wiener Schnitzel Day, uh, Teddy Bear Day. So there we go. We have a Care Bear Day and a Teddy Bear Day. Yeah. September tenth, Friday. Oh man, uh, Ganesh to Turthy. It's a Hindu holiday. Ah. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that's a person or a food or Ganesh, Ganesh. It's a religious Hindu Indian holiday. That's all I can tell you about it. So if there's any religious Hindu Indians out there, you know what to do. Enjoy your day. (laughs) Enjoy your day, but give us an email and tell us what the heck that means. (laughs) TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. It's National 401k Day. What? <laughs> for for people who are worried about their retirement, I guess. That's today. Everybody looks at it to see what you have in there. Yeah. Uh, National TV Dinner Day. Oh, boy. Yeah. Simple supper. But here's the kicker. It's World Suicide Prevention Day. So if you're suicidal eating your TV dinner. <laughs> Stupid TV dinner. It's not I what hate I my life. I, I kill my myself. Life. I need to call somebody. Where's my teddy bear? Shouldn't joke about this, guys. Oh, my teddy bear. Where's those care bear days? Yeah, not funny, but um, it sort of kind of is. <laughs> I say, just do it. Uh, uh, September 11th. Well, I wonder what 911 day is. Besides, besides the obvious, it is German language day. It is national make your bed day. Patriot day. So those are some other days besides the uh, 911 day. Well, the Patriot day, that's what that's supposed to be. Oh, is that? Well, the Patriot day is the Observance of nine one one towers, uh-huh, okay. etc. So there we go. But I you that, you that can... race in Boston was that where the Patriot race was at? And they the the Patriot Marathon. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. I thought that's what it was for, though. That day maybe was going to be the race. No, I, I think Terry's right. It's the Patriot Day is the observance. Well, of they named it as a as a as an official name for the day. Oh. Okay. Right, like you got Veterans Day, Labor Day, that's Patriots Day is the observance of 
9-11. Yeah, which um, I understand that uh, the families just, of, of the 9-1-1 victims are not going to allow Joe Biden to attend their festivities. Oh. I've, I've heard that. But, although I think they may have changed their minds, but I think it, originally they were not going to invite him. Yeah. Or, 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 or recognize him if he was to show up or something. No. Anyway, <laughs> September 12th, Sunday, Day of the Homeland Cultural German. Wait, they, no, no, it's just Day of the Homeland. It's a cultural German holiday. So Saturday is Ger- Speak German Day, and Sunday is, is a cultural German holiday. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Day of the Deutsch. Day of the German, yeah. Day of the Deutschlander. Open the bit of that slick down. It, it is also Grandparents Day. So all you grandparents out there. I'm one of them. <laughs> you can uh, get together and make some grandbabies or something. I don't know how that works. We're, we're all one of them. <laughs> yeah. You remember that all one friend? Come over and see us that day. It's, uh, it's also National Chocolate Milkshake Day. National Chocolate Milkshake Day. So what your grandparents can take out your false teeth and grab a chocolate milkshake. And it's also National Video Games Day. So there you go. You can play Pac-Man with your grandchild. Yeah. Show them how real video games work, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. September 13th, Monday, the European Heritage Day, which is also a cultural German type of a holiday. So it's a, it's a big German weekend coming up next week. Saturday or wow. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, National, oh, holy cow. National, holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it's C-E-L-I-A-C, celiac day. Oh, celiac disease awareness day. Ugh. Holy cow. Uh, I wonder what that disease is. Celiac. Uh, I don't have a clue. No. So if somebody is aware of what that is, make us aware so we can celebrate that day. How about that? It's yeah. like one of, one of Jill's words it means see you yak. <laughs> it's National Peanut Day. National Pet Memorial Day for all those dead pets out there. We could we ask one of those Rainbow Day or something. Yeah, Rainbow Bridge Day. Yeah. You could ask. You could ask Alexa. She's right here too. <laughs> it is a rolled D A H L. That's R O R A L D rald. D A H L day. I haven't got a clue. It's like somebody's name. Huh. It, has, it has to do with the books. So I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. Those weird, crazy days. Anyway, coming around back to Tuesday, September the 14th, National Coloring Day. We saw like uh-huh. a had a college color day last week. Now we have coloring yeah. day. Something. It is. Oh, I got a granddaughter. I love, love this one. National Cream Filled Donut Day. <laughs> I got a little granddaughter who just loves donuts. She like becomes demon possessed with those donuts around. <laughs> donuts. 
Yeah. Well, know. that's all we have on Tuesday. So, ooh, short uh, day on the holidays, not day. That was a busy week. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I think they make up holidays sometimes because August seems to be the the one month of the year that has almost no like regularly typical holidays you think of. But and so they make these things up. But but yeah, all the rest of the month there's actual holidays like Labor Day to fill in, and the first day of fall is coming up soon. And <laughs> but yeah, lots of holidays to be sure. Mm-hmm. So there we go on that. So it's time to transition into news. Yes. Girls go first. Girls go first. Okay, I got a fun one here. I'll go first and talk about, uh, let's see, what's this guy's name? Michael Jordan. Somewhere <laughs> it's up for auction. Now, it doesn't say if they're clean or dirty. It just says his used underwear is starting at $500, and they're going to auction them off, I think it says September 23rd, and I cannot believe somebody would want to buy somebody's underwear. <laughs> the bid is $500. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it, some pervert, I guess. It said that you can tell they were used because there's unraveling at the elastic edges or I was something. Just, I was just hoping you look at the skid marks. poo poo stain. Because of the skid marks, you know, well, they're used. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I guess used doesn't necessarily mean unwashed. Right. That's what I was thinking. It didn't say dirty, it just said used. I had to read but that. He had evidently. He had donated some of his clothing to his bodyguard, and his bodyguard is the one uh, auctioning hmm. it off. Hmm. Wow, the crazy things people are going to buy. They couldn't start off with his suits and ties and belts. They will sell his underwear, because Michael Jordan's butt was in him, I guess. Wow. <laughs> his sweaty butt crack was right here. <laughs> Uh, but yep, that's my crazy first story for this. Hopefully, week. women are but bidding on them for that. <laughs> There'd be some well, yeah. weird guys out there that they just yeah, want to. Well, you know, Jordan and Bobby Big in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got the story. Uh, now, this one I'd heard about earlier in the year, but here it is in the headlines again. Parents must pay thirty thousand dollars. To get rid of their son's porn collections. <laughs> now, with, with only reading the headline and not knowing what the story is actually about, it's like, wow, so parents have to pay to get rid of their teenage son's uh, ratty old porn collection from under his bed? Uh, that's just, you know, weird. But what it turns out is in Grand Haven, Michigan, a judge has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,000 to their son because they got rid of his porn collection, which again, I know uh, certain uh, people uh, in our family who their parents uh, caught them with a big old stack of uh, porn collection. And I tried to hide it. Why would you have so much porn? Uh, Trying to hide it. When they said, get rid of it, all he did was took it from the headboard and put it into the closet. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm not talking about Terry, although, 
I think we had an uncle that had that problem, didn't we? Disregard uh, that. Our, our mom had a particular younger brother. <laughs> well, that puts it all in. We all know who that is. Because he only has one particular young brother. Right. Other brothers are older brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, side note. Uh, yeah, he had a, a big stack about, that been about a foot and a half tall on his headboard. And we'd, we'd be at grandma's house and everybody, when you go upstairs, change clothes, you stay away from uncle's uh, magazines and his books up there. Like, okay, I don't want to touch them anyway. Because they look his own, like, you know, rip what he's had got on his headboard. But as we got older and more curious, I was like, wow, <laughs> you get rid of those. And then he put them from the headboard to the closet. And like, oh, they're still around. Um, but anyway, no, this U.S. Uh, uh, district judge uh, came with a 43-year-old man who brought the lawsuit against his parents. A 2-year-old virgin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll try to summarize this. He was going through a divorce and splitting up with his wife. He had to move out of his old house, and he was going to stay with his parents for a little while. And so he brought this collection of porn into the house, and they kind of gave him the, you know, the parent said, You can't have this in my house. And while he was gone, I guess finding a new place or getting a job, he came back to find all the stuff gone. And they're like, This is no good for you, you don't need this. But he had like a huge collection of movies and magazines and other paraphernalia, which whatever that may be, I don't know what <laughs> uh, but they got rid of it. He's like, oh, mom and dad, I collected all this stuff. I put a adult, you know, whatever. But it's like, dude, you're 43, and they went in your mom and dad's house. <laughs> right? If you wanted to keep it, you should have put it in a storage unit where nobody would have cared what you had in there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, if, if you knew your parents wouldn't like it, then why did you put it in their house to have them deal with it? And if you knew they didn't like it or they got rid of it, again, why couldn't you leave it with a friend? Why couldn't you put it, keep it in your car? Uh, put, it as, put it somewhere else. Uh, I can tell you how they found it. Uh, how's that? Because he couldn't roll over in his bed because he's about a foot from the ceiling. When <laughs> <laughs> he had an his bed. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Can't roll over! Help me! <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh, you know. To me, the the forty three year old guy, he he bears some of the burden on him because he should have known better to take it there if he knew his parents were going to react this way. But the judge didn't see it that way. The judge says, "Oh yeah, this is I go with that, but you guys go with this method." And so the judge says, "Okay, okay, guy." And on top of that, they have to pay like a fourteen thousand dollars lawyer. That's crazy. My first story is in I think it says Slidell, Louisiana. After Hurricane Ida hit, what did it really? <laughs> a family was in their neighborhood surveying their. Uh, uh, I pulled the wrong cord here. Surveying the damage to their house, their property, and all of a sudden, they noticed a visitor. A dolphin was swimming around in their yard. 
Godolphin in their yard. <laughs> used to be their yard. <laughs> and look out the front window, Martha. Where is that? Let's around our yard. <laughs> I don't know if it's out there doing tricks or doing tricks and I don't think it was Flipper. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Might have been there to, to scare off some sharks or alligators or something. Yeah, some tiger sharks. I'm going to push you up some, in your boat. Some, some sea, some sea uh, guards. There you go. Yeah. Just like other animals and whales, and dolphins and protecting uh, and whatever. Security guards of the sea. <laughs> what else so, you got? Got one, Jill? Well, yeah, I kind of missed that one. Somehow I got thrown out of there, but I, I'd seen that dolphin story. But you that did. kind of leads into my next story, unless you talked about it, because like I said, I missed part of what you were talking about. But um, there is another story where in the same area, there was another visitor that was stuck up in a tree. Did you see that story about it, the cow? The tree the cow. There was a cow stuck in the tree. That's why now, see, like, cow. now, see, like the last one. week, see, I did that. I was just making poking fun about that alligator getting blown all the way up to Connecticut. And so now there's a cow stuck in a tree. Yeah, I think the story said the waters came, uh, you know, floods, waters came in. And so the guy just was swimming along and got stuck in a tree. And then when the water went back down, it was like out. Noah's Ark. Stayed in the tree. It floated above the mountains and it landed in the mountains. Now, it's possible that dolphin was like Lassie trying to go find help for the cow. Yeah, there we go. Cow in the tree. There's a cow in the tree. Somebody Timmy's come in the well. Cow out of the tree. <laughs> Timmy's in the well. Yeah, yeah the, they had to come cut some branches and get a hoist or whatever, I'm sure, and get that cow back down out of that tree. Come on, cow, jump. <laughs> <laughs> Call the fire department. Are you going to be kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got something. It's not a cat stuck in a tree. It's a, another three-letter animal, a cow. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my next story. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I was trying to avoid animal stories this week. And uh, <laughs> we, we did so many of them last week. I think the whole show was animals. Hence, right. Hence the name, Unruly Animals. Uh, but no, this next one actually um, is a Florida diner telling Biden support, well, telling Biden supporters to eat elsewhere has to close down after <laughs> it runs out of food. <laughs> uh, this is uh, apparently the Florida diner hung a sign up outside their restaurant telling Biden supporters to eat elsewhere after the 13 US service members were killed uh, during the, the botched evacuation over there in Afghanistan. Uh, but she has been un in inundated with support. I'm not talking to you. What? what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Dogs but, are barking. But uh, the, the support has forced her to close down after she has run out of food, meeting all the, uh, the diner orders. Huh. Um, she says, I've got so many people calling me from all over the world, from Europe, trying to purchase meals from veterans, which I still have not been able to organize. Uh, 
says the Dinah owner. Um, she says, I, I think the veterans will be fed for the rest of the year at the rate of getting diner orders. Um, <laughs> the business owner went viral after posting a sign on her front door. Uh, if you voted for and continue to support and stand behind the worthless, inept, and corrupt administration currently inhabiting the White House that is complicit in the death of our servicemen and women in, uh, in Afghanistan, please take your business elsewhere. The sign read. Uh. And, yeah. So yeah, it, it kind of goes on, but it's kind of runs in circles along that vein. You know, this diner owner, she says she's, people will come up, look at the sign, and then leave. <laughs> she said people come up and look at the sign, come in, turkeys, and give her you know, a thumbs up, hey, way to go, and then they'll just walk out. And people just donate money in support uh, of buying uh, stuff for veterans and servicemen. Uh, you know, one veteran, a Vietnam veteran, who's, who represented a veteran group, you know, says, hey, I, I support the White House. I respect the office of the president, but you know, you're right. <laughs> kind of a thing. That's not his exact quote, but he was both, you know, uh, seeing her point, even though he was trying to be respectful of the office. And I, I can go with that. You know, you need to respect yeah. the office, but sometimes the guy in the office makes some dumb mistakes. There's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning, uh, this effort yeah, uh, for human like 2021 the rest of them, so we all make is, dumb mistakes. Uh, I think we've learned I'm not a Biden fan, but I, I don't know. Like you said, you got to respect uh, the office. I, I'm not a Biden fan, but I'm just kind of glad that Donald Trump's not still in office. Yeah. And I, I, even if they say, oh, there was election fraud, and Donald Trump really won, I would be like, oh, no, no, please put someone else in there. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't have to have Biden in office, but don't put Trump back in office, please. Uh, and if Trump, people say he's going he's gonna to run in 2024, I'm like, please, no, please find anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, that one guy sounds like uh, Walter Cronkite. This is Walter Cronkite run. inviting oh, you to know. join me on a trip back through the greatest oh, radio oh. program. I can't remember his name. But I know DeSantos in Florida has a pretty good shot. I've heard Ted Cruz might. I've heard. I don't know if I heard if uh, what's his name, the former VP, is going to run or not. But yeah. how about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yay! <laughs> well, yeah. Well, if he wants to run, I'm sure he'll get some support. Okay. Um, down in Kaufman County, Texas, the sheriff is needing some help. It seems as though somebody abandoned a mobile home. On a trailer, on the road, it's blocking the road, and they don't have a truck to move it. Hmm. So oh, the truckers are on strike or protest. We maybe that's that. what it is. If it's on farm road, it's on farm road two thousand five hundred and seventy-eight down there in Texas. Maybe that's where the cow was tied up to, and, <laughs> and, and the floodwaters <laughs> carried it there. You know. Um, just a, a house trailer on that. Which it's, is, it says a well, it's not a house trailer, it's a house on a trailer. You know, like uh, 
It's, it's a redneck homestead. <laughs> I'm going to plant my homestead right here. <laughs> bark, bark. Uh, what did I say? Uh, but, uh, a house on a trailer. Right, right. It's a house on a trailer, abandoned on the road, and it's blocking the road. Huh. Trying to find out what happened to the truck. Yeah, the truck just unhooked from it and whoop, took off. It's they what it sounds like. I mean, houses just don't show up on your ordinance for no reason. I, I think maybe Nick next week we'll have a story that says a black bear hijacked a truck. Black bears do tend to be driving an awful lot, it seems like. <laughs> I believe somebody. Uh, oh, that reminds me of my, one of my. Week. Tune in next week. <laughs> that reminds me of what my opening stories was. I was going to mention. I'll, I'll tell it when we get when we get done with the news. <laughs> if I well, wow. do you have another story? I, I, I do have another story. It's actually about a man that was fishing, and I know one other time I had a story about a man that caught a fish with flat teeth, like human teeth. Yeah. But this guy caught a fish with fangs, and it's called a snakehead fish. Oh, I, I thought maybe it was a, 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 a piranha that needed a false teeth or something. Oh, it, that it was, would be crazy. The piranha was missing all of his teeth except for two. <laughs> but this fish was a six pound, 30 inch long, I think it said, snakehead fish. Hmm. Hence the name, snakehead. His name was Mike Powell from Canton, Massachusetts. What, the fish? The fish had a name? That fish. <laughs> Yep. I think that that uh, fish would keep whatever lure he caught it on because I wouldn't want to reach in that fish's mouth to get it back out. Oh, gee, this is too hard, Jack. Should I try something else? La, 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 la. Is that your realtor? I have no idea. Six, four, three, three, five. Hello? Please stand by. What is wrong with people? Just cue up the hold music. Don't people know we record podcasts around here? For Pete's sake, just play the music. Somebody's looking for Patrick. If you're out there, they're looking for you. Uh, it was SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> for Patrick. If you're out there, they're looking. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's fish in the guy's Rapsy. name, and then was there supposed oh, to yeah. Um, it said that it's an Asian fish, and they think that somebody brought it back as one of those uh, pets that you bring back, and then when it got too big for the tank, they released it into this lake. And that's why they got caught. An it. exotic animal. Yeah. Do an exotic <laughs> animal dance.
Yeah. Well, uh, you know, in our holidays, we had this big old uh. German weekend with, you know, the German speaking day and German nationality days. Well, yeah. a German central bank is inundated with money after floods strike. Apparently in Berlin, <laughs> Germany central bank says it has been inundated with more than 50 million euros or about $59 million worth of damaged banknotes after deadly floods that hit during the month of July. The Bundesbank says that individuals and companies have handed in uh, banknotes that have been soaked in the floods, uh, often contaminated with oil, sewage, or mud. Oh, dear. Ooh. Yeah. The, the damage money, money needs to be laundered. <laughs> some dirty money there, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, the damaged money is dried, processed, and then destroyed. Okay, if you're going to destroy it, why do you have to dry it and process it? That's a good point. Maybe it burns better when it's dry. (laughs) Well, it goes on to say uh, that it has to go to a center in Mainz that analyzes forged and damaged money. Its owners are refunded without charge. Uh, But the banks say that it usually will ex- receive uh, damaged bills to the tune of about $40 million a year. So this you know, spike to $50 million is notable. Um, and another thing is, uh, is that they have to process it because if they don't, whenever the money dries, it will stiffen up and be like concrete. Oh, weird. which means they probably don't use the same kind of paper that we use here in America. It's really more cloth than paper. Right. They must use something, uh, I don't know, something that would get hard. Yeah, well, paper does tend to (laughs) stiffen up and get hard if it once gets wet. But yeah, Yeah. when I was reading this, I'm like, okay, anybody who has dirty money who wants to get rid of it, let me give you my address. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'll give you my address and be all oh, your dirty money. I'll take it right off your hands. Now, when it comes to refunding you without charge, well, I can't handle that part. But I will take your dirty money off your hands. If you want to and we it. will launder it for you in our very own wash machine. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be processed in my bank account where you may never see it again. <laughs> That's the kicker right there. <laughs> Now, last year, whenever COVID was this big little huge thing, and people were like, oh, you got to social distance, wash your hands, keep your distance. Oh, you can't touch money because you don't know where it's been. They yeah. encourage people to use credit cards. I'm like, I actually put a post on Twitter and Facebook. Send me all your dirty money, and I will process it. Take it off your hands for you. I actually had a friend of mine send me a dollar bill because <laughs> she was in on the joke. You know? But, but I, I'll, I'll renew that offer. If people want to get rid of their dirty money, just contact yep. me. I'll tell you where to send it. Here, this is the dirtiest money we got. <laughs> okay. nope. I, I have a story. Uh, the, now that I'm back. Now the barking dog has stopped exploding and your phones are not <laughs> ringing and 
Yeah. Your line's not being mowed. <laughs> Good thing you can't hear the mower. Anyway, I have another story here. I don't know if Jill might have seen this one too, but Jill did a story last week about a woman being pushed around by a whale. Well, down around Argentina, South America, um, there was a, uh, what's it called? It says a, um, that's a, a type of whale, southern white whale. I guess that's like a not killer. For, for like Georgia, they found it at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> southern <laughs> white whale. <laughs> whale, sale. Um, but uh, there was a woman on a paddle board, paddle board, and she was bad. The uh, paddle with the board. The whale started pushing her around, and she couldn't quite figure out what the deal was. She was out paddling around, paddling around in the ocean, and then all of a sudden, the whale just comes up, and they had footage uh, from a drone that was filming and it was the whale came up because the woman was actually going further away from shore she was already about two miles offshore oh wow and so the whale's like hey you're going the wrong way lady <laughs> your home is that way go back yeah. go back see it's going like whenever whales way. whenever whales get beached the people trying to push them back in the water the, the whale thought she was not beached wanted to be shored yeah <laughs> she's out in the yeah, you're going the wrong way there in, insert your spouse's name. Uh, <laughs> the wrong way, honey. I hate him. It's hard to realize the depths his ignorance actually reach. I don't want to have anything further to do with you or your name or your house or anything that reminds me. What a mistake I made when I let you talk me into thinking you love me. Take the other left. Take two. <laughs> and then a right. Let me, here, let me just let me push you. You know, wow. I will. The helpful, handy whale. Hopefully, it's not something a paddleboard that you're talking about. Must be like a water bicycle or something. You go out on the yeah, water and pedal yourself around. Well, no, it's like like a kickboard. You, you you lay your chest on it and then you you paddle with your feet. Oh, huh. Like that. Mm. And I'm not sure. If, you know, they they do have those things. Like what I've seen or heard of those. I guess like a surfboard. But it's like a bicycle on a surfboard, and you oh. can pedal, and the pedals powered like a pet, like a paddle boat. You can get it from right. Me. It's like well, that yeah. Why don't you just have a paddle boat? I mean, that just seems like too much. To, a surfboard with the bike on it, with operating the paddle, paddles, <laughs> paddles. That, that paddles. way, you can't go swimming with the whales when they come around. Uh, well, <laughs> that's like swimming with the sharks. Yeah. Hey, I hear it costs uh, a lot of money to swim with the sharks. It costs an arm and a leg. I do have an extra story, but I think I'll forego on it. But the thing I was saying earlier, you, you talked about, uh, or whatever it was, uh, made me think of my, my quick opening blurb I was going to say. And that is in St. Louis, apparently, over the weekend, there was uh, a guy who was 
caught and arrested after uh, forcing kids off their mini bike and stealing them. Uh. So I thought, oh, hijacking has reached the kitty level. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of forcing people out of your car and stealing your car, they're forcing, oh, it's a go-kart. That's what it was. Forcing kids off their go-kart and stealing their go-kart. Well, but, the guy, but the guy was caught and arrested. Yeah. But I, I thought it was kind of funny. It was in St. Louis over the weekend. Yeah. But that's all I got for news, and that's all you guys got for news. Yep, I'm done. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi. I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. All right. So what happens now? Time for Jill's words then, huh? The Quiz Kids, bright, lovable youngsters, ready for another difficult examination in the schoolroom of the air. Yeah, where My first word, you guys might know. I didn't know what it meant, but this word is octothord. It's O C T O T H O R P E. Octothorpe. Yeah. Thorps, whatever Thorps are. Jim Thorpe. I know, was, I know there's eight athlete. of them. Yeah. There has well, to be eight of them. Well, Jim Thorpe was a was an athlete from uh, the 1930s. He was you know, Olympian. He was a football player, baseball player. So, it, it, Akko Thorpe is all the sports that Jim Thorpe was good at. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> this word of something. Well, this word means the pound or number sign key on your keyboard. Oh, I knew that. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. It, it, if it's an octothorpe, whenever you do the pound sign, it makes nine little squares. I so know. why is it an octothorpe? Octo, I was thinking octo would be eight <laughs> also, but I was like, well, it's on a keyboard. You guys might have heard this before. I, I knew it did have a name, but I couldn't. I didn't equate the two. No. Did you know? Stories abound about who first called the hashtag sign an Octothorpe. Most of those tales link the name to various telephone workers in the 1960s. David, what are you doing? Keith and Terry wanted to know why the number sign is called Octothorpe. David, I honestly don't think they care. Too bad Callie, I'm telling them and the listeners anyway. The claim is the Octo part refers to the eight points on the symbol, 
but the Thorpe remains a mystery. One story links it to a telephone company employee who happened to burp while talking about the symbol with co-workers. Another relates it to the athlete Jim Thorpe, and a third claims it derives from an old English word for village. If the plethora of theories leaves your head spinning, you might want to take the advice of the wag who asked, poetically. Can we simply just say? Air it spoils your day. It's the Thorpe between 7 and 9. Are you finished now? Yes. Good. Now back to the show. Uh. There's like an end per sand. Which now had its own day. Sheesh. <laughs> huh. Well, our next word is another weird sounding. It's basorecture. What? B-A-S-B-A-S-O-R-E-X-I-A. Basorexia. Basorexia. Uh, oh, oh, I heard something about a bass erection. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were trying to go there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I thought it was a bath. B-A-T-H. So that, that's something you have in the bathtub before you wash. A fish. Yeah. No. A fish doing, getting ready for another fish. Mm-hmm. No, happy fish. I'm happy to see you. Like there are sea snakes who are attacking the scuba divers. <laughs> um, no, well, Rex, I think, is Latin for like king or ruling. And or T Rex. Bass, basso. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh. a, a, a kingfish. Oh, come in, kingfish. Well, come hello there, boys. I uh, say, I wonder if you two fellas would mind if I talk to you. Sometimes some of these words don't make any sense, but th- this word means. Strong urge to kiss someone. Hello, everybody, and uh, hello, my fat little sugar man. Uh, mm-hmm. It depends on who he is. I mean, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Our next word is cod swallow. C O D. What? Uh, I heard something. W A L. You don't want me to say what I heard. Yeah, I don't know if it's have a comment. Swallow. <laughs> say that in word again. Say it. Don't stop. It's what, whatever you. Swallow. It ends with a P instead of an O. Cad swallow. It's whenever you, you're, you're really hungry and eat fish really fast. You have that codfish <laughs> and you swallow it down. But it's swallow up. Oh. So you swallow it up. You're upside down eating fish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a. Huh. Cod, cod, cat. You're eating a cat. Swallow up, or 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 you're mad at the fish and you're gonna wallop the fish upside the head. The codfish, cod. Oh well, you guys. I don't don't think we got it right. No, No. this word means nonsense. You're talking nonsense. Well, there you go. We (laughs) We got it right. We got a lot of work for nonsense. We're gobbledygook. Yeah, there was another one too this week that meant nonsense. And I was like, I'm not going to use another one that means nonsense. And I think it was a normal word that we've heard before. Our next word is nudnik. N U D N I K. You nudnik. <laughs> it's like a. Uh... Oh, what's that guy? The guy from the Bible, the 
Oh, I can't think of a guy's <laughs> name now. Nimrod. <laughs> yeah, Nimrod. You, Nimrod. <laughs> you, Ned Nick. Nut Nick. Yeah. Nut Nick. You, you dim wet. You dumb mean something like that. I don't know. Well, you're awfully close. It's, it's uh, a boring or bothersome person. Yeah, well. Yeah. Somebody annoying, I guess. Maybe kind yeah, of in the right vein, but not exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have some grandkids that can be Ned Nick sometimes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Next word is Agrius. A G R I A L U S. Agrius. Agrius. Hmm. Hmm. I agree with your answer. (laughs) Agrius. You're agreeable with your Whatever Tony said. <laughs> um, or or agri, like agricultural donkey. No. Agri. Uh, agrius. 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 I don't know exactly agrius. where you I agree with us. That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> to agree with somebody. This word means it's a type of moth. Oh. Like Moss, Moss, like M O T H, like the thing oh. that fl- eats clothes in the closet. Yeah. Mm. Wow, I haven't got to. Well, there are people that know bugs and insects. Maybe do that word. <laughs> and <laughs> our last word is snollygoster. S N O L L Y. G O S T E R, Snolly Goster. Snolly Goster. A booger. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's like a nose nugget, the Snolly Goster. Something from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Sounds like it would be. Oompa Loompas. An, an everlasting gobstopper. Oompa Loompa's <laughs> sister. I don't know. <laughs> this is a person who cannot be trusted. A snollygoster. Ah, well. Hmm. And that's all our words for this week. So have a wow. lot of fun. <laughs> we had a lot of fun getting them all wrong. so now it's time for terry's top 10 no i can't get in there (laughs) it's giving me trouble sir i have a list here i've been sitting on it since may okay this is a top it's like a sore spot in your butt then (laughs) (laughs) of foods that put you in the mood so there you go. What kind of mood? <laughs> for food. Sitting on it. Because you up, down, touch the ground. Puts you on oh. the for food. Way okay. to poo. Okay, where is it? <laughs> oh no, not again. Please stand by while we handle some complications. Speaking of complications. Here they come.
Yeah. We got them all. Yeah, for now. I hope Keith and Terry appreciate us. Uh, nothing's working right. <laughs> um, um, number 10 is, come on, Joe Biden. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> we may have to pause here. I knew something was going to go wacky. Well, lots of been going wacky. Well, it's been a wacky day for some. Yeah. Let me go. Call 911 instead of Zoom. <laughs> I can't believe it. What's wrong now? It's another virus variant. Ha. Huh. Take that. And that. Ha 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 ha. What a weird day. I hope nothing else goes wrong. If you want, maybe we could we could go out of order and we could do our anchor topics, and then you could be looking for what we're talking about. Yeah, let's topics. go ahead and do that. You can be looking. And our, our anchor topic uh, circles back around on the the topic of general uh, stuff like uh, getting support, uh, like how to get into system, how to uh, some ongoing things. Uh, now, last week, we talked about manual skills. As it turns out, the, uh, the Heinz uh, VA phone call last week was on, on that topic, and they were, they were dealing with uh, fire safety, uh, uh, fire safety and stuff like that in the home. And I thought, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We could do that. Uh, and there's nothing that say we have to stick to our cycle here, so I'm going to throw the the topic of the day out the window and let's talk about how you do fire safety in the home. If you're blind and you can't see the flames. <laughs> well, you feel the heat from them, of course. Real what, quick. There's heat with fire. How did you know that? Yeah. And if it's on, well, I have a, a gas, a, a flat top stove. So it's electric, but I had a gas stove before and I know, you know, when things go crazy and you get a big flame, throw some salt on it and that knocks it out because you don't put water on a gas fire. But, that but how do you water. know where to throw the salt if you can't see the fire? You just throw it everywhere. On top. <laughs> uh, here's a couple of uh, hints for people who don't really realize this. <clears throat> if you have a house fire, for example, uh, even though they, there's fire and fire makes light and you can see the blazing up, when you're in a house fire, guess what? Ask any fireman, all you see is black. So you would think that, oh, I can dodge through the flames and step over this and whatever. But no, once the fire kicks up, the smoke is so uh, overpowering, it's just black. You can't see where you're going. Uh, uh which is, of course, why they say you drop to the ground and you crawl out because the ground is where the good air is at. But, let, but even before that, like what Jill was saying is, let's say you're just at the stove and maybe you have a skillet and there's you know grease that happens, it splashes over the side, and all of a sudden the flame just shoots up and now it's in your pan and you've just got this big old three-foot tall flame in front of you you don't have to see the flame 
like what you were saying, you just feel the heat. It's like, oh my gosh, there's definitely a fire there. And it doesn't yeah. <laughs> take much. You just take your handful of baking soda or your salt and you just, I mean, throw it where the heat's at. Or you feel the heat, that's where you put it at. Uh, if you happen to have uh, fire extinguishers in your kitchen, which you should, which I think we might, but we may not have, but we have an electric stove right now anyway. It doesn't mean you couldn't have a grease fire, even with an electric stove. Uh, but with a, again, with the flame, I keep saying flamethrower, <laughs> fire extinguisher. Yeah, there I go. Fight fire with fire with that flamethrower. If you grab your fire extinguisher and you do the same thing, you just kind of point it in the direction of where you feel the heat, preferably at the base of where you feel the heat, and you just give it a couple of blasts. You don't have to hose it, but just give it some short blasts. Well, I know that you don't call the you don't call the police if you have a fire. You don't. I was I was out uh, going somewhere, and we pulled up into a gas station to get gas. And this lady she was pumping gas, and all of a sudden, the the gas uh, nozzle caught on fire. Oh wow! And so she was. Uh, Waving her arm, waving her arms around on fire and stuff. And somebody called 911. Well, the police came and the policeman pulled out his pistol, bam, shot her in the head and killed her. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. To put her out of her misery. And so, uh, and yeah. so we said, What the heck did you shoot her for? He said, Well, didn't you see her waving that firearm? Oh, <laughs> 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 I kind of thought maybe there was a joke come on, but I was going for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a little humor in there. Okay. But yeah, um, if you do have a house fire, especially <laughs> if it's at the stove and if it's, say, a cooking pot or a skillet, if there's a lid, just put the lid over it. It'll put it up. I found what I was looking for, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but we'll finish this and we'll add that back in um, later. But, but uh, of course, that's some, some common things anybody should know about salt or baking soda or the lid. But the key thing if, is if you're a person who's blind, you know, a lot, most of the time people who are blind, they do have some vision and you do uh, or you will be able to spot, you know, a blazing fire. fire. But even if you can't, it's, it's not that difficult. You can still feel the heat. And, and honestly, if you were in a, if it got out of hand and you were in that burning house full of smoke, uh, you, you, the blind person may actually have the advantage over a sighted person. Because, like I said, it's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Heat Take off all your clothes. It's awful hot in here. But, but no, I mean, it's because a sighted person, I can't see. It's all black. Well, regardless, you, you're going to want to you know, get on your hands and knees or crawl on your belly what the good air is. But but still, the blind person, it's going to be just as black for the tatted person. So you, you may be the hero to black, be the one that got everybody up. Uh, yeah. But ho- hopefully it doesn't come to that. And if you have like, you know, maybe there's a, a short circuit someplace, some wires caught some curtains on fire. <laughs> that reminds me of a funny story, too. Yeah. We were we were sitting here in my house, and I I kept smelling something, and I'm thinking, you know, I've I've smelled 
an electrical fire before. And this smelled like an electrical fire. And we're this is like 10 o'clock at night. We're ready to go to bed. And I'm sniffing around, sniffing around. I smell something. It smells like an electrical fire. So we searched in the basement, this floor. You know, we went ahead and said, we want to be safe. So let's call the fire department just to have them check it out. So they came down here with the little sniffer thing. <laughs> it turned out there was a skunk outside that sprayed. Oh, and it, but the odor was coming through the the you know seeping in. It smelled like an electrical fire. Yeah, it was a skunk. And, but it, it, even though that wasn't a fire, that's a good point. Is sometimes you can smell like we had a, a kid a few years back who liked to light fires in the house, and uh, and you could you'd walk in the room and you. You smell. It's like, have you been lighting matches or candles? No, no, it wasn't me. Well, yes, it was. But but you can smell like uh, the smell of electrical fire or lingering odor or you know, uh, candles or whatever. And sometimes just your sense of smell can be a good early warning device to detect something. And even let's say your, your curtain was on fire because maybe the, the wall outlet short circuited because you had like 100 things plugged in there or something. Uh, well, the, the thing to do at that point is, uh, unless you know there's a fire extinguisher on, you can start working on that. Just call 911 and get the fire department out and just let them do their job. Just make sure people are acting in safely. But if you, if you could, I mean, you might try to extinguish it, but if you can't, it's just better to safely get out and, and, and know where your exits are. I mean, the front door, back door, window or something, if you're upstairs, downstairs. No, no. Grab your cell phone and get out and call, like you're saying, the fire department. 911, and I'll get you usually the yeah. and so needs to be said. Safe, safe exiting could be a thing too. Now, where we live, it's pretty you know wide open just to, to get out if need be. But where we lived that up in Michigan, we had a little farmhouse. and Yeah, our house in Michigan had upstairs and downstairs. No, downstairs, there's only one door really to go out. You didn't have a lot of choice. Upstairs, the kids were like, well, there's a fire. We can't get downstairs, but they jump out the window. It's like, no. Think about it. Go to where you know where our son Christopher sleeps at. And you right out of the window, you're on the back porch roof. And from there, you just jump to the ground because it's not that big of a jump to the ground from there. Well, the porch is on fire. It's like, well, they go down the steps and go out the door. <laughs> but like, you know, don't don't overthink it. I mean, you there's you know usually several ways to get out of your house. You know, even if you had to. You know, break through the front window and jump down to the ground. It's it's a bit of a jump, but it's not going to kill you jumping from the upstairs bedroom window. But, but basically, just know where your exits are. Right. Anyway, that's what we got for that. I know Terry has found his notes by now. So now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said before tonight. We are going to present something of a more legitimate nature, something very unhokey. I have a top 10 list of 10 foods that will give you bad nightmares. Oh. The other list that won't let me in there for some. What, wedding cake? 
Are you nuts? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so this again is 10 foods that can cause bad dreams. So if you had bad dreams, you probably ate some of this stuff. Okay. Number 10, hot sauce. Oh, no, I bet you have a lot of bad dreams. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to, maybe I have so many I don't remember them. Everybody says I'm the hottest thing to hit the airwaves since Jessica Dragonette. Um, number nine, cookies and cake. What? No. <laughs> cookies <laughs> and dreams. Well, that would make me have good dreams, yeah. Cookies yeah. and cake. My goodness. If I'd known that, I'd have baked a cake. And <laughs> the sugar can cause you to have bad dreams. Not me. It may cause me to, to have dreams about eating cookies and cake. <laughs> Number eight, cheese. I'm not the kind who screams at the side of a mouth. Cheese. <laughs> cheese or cut the cheese. <laughs> you have a heart. Uh, if you eat cheese, if you eat it, cut it, smell it, whatever. It's, uh, I guess if you're lactose intolerant, but <laughs> cheese rings near the top. Of course, if it makes you gas, it could give your spouse nightmares. I <laughs> 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 had a dream of being chased by a bear all night long and had the stinkiest breath you could ever imagine. It was the <laughs> A study was done, I think they said in 2015, uh, and showed that cheese, they did oh. different cheeses, and they still I say, I think it'd be a burger. Can't go poop. <laughs> I can't go to sleep. I can't go poop. Uh, <laughs> number seven, salad dressing. Oh. Do you like to eat a lot of salad dressing? Especially your sweeter ones. I eat ranch. You know. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of salad dressings. To me, less is better than more. Yeah. Gee whiz, how can you be so heartless? And number six is pasta. Have you eaten a lot of pasta before bedtime? You know, that I can believe just because of the some of the acidity and the marinara sauce or the uh, it may be cause some indigestion or something. Yeah. My heart bleeds for you. After eating pasta. What was that one? A recent study, it doesn't say after eating pasta or bread. They had nothing wrong with the delicious dinner from the Olive Garden, but oh, wow. um, well, I, I guess the carbohydrates from the bread, but that would make them go to sleep, I would think. Yeah. Number five is <laughs> potato chips. No. Uh, they make me fall asleep at it. <laughs> I, I guess if you don't chew them well, they get stuck in your throat. <laughs> My throat hurts. I can't see. Well, I've been sleeping 10 hours a night, getting plenty of exercise and eating the best of food. Recent potato chips are bad for your health, period. 
make you have bad dreams. Um, let's see. Number. Okay, what happened? There's number four. Soda. Drinking soda. Soda. Make you wet the bed. <laughs> Gonna dream you're drowning in a puddle of <laughs> gross. And there's multiple reasons why due to caffeine and sugar. I knew there was a reason for those sugary sentiments. Yeah, I was gonna say it probably depends on the soda. <laughs> right. Because some have a little more that you know right. content and flavoring than others. And Let's see. Oh, come on. Oh, three. Chocolate. No. Peanuts with chocolate smeared on outside is good. Chocolate can give you bad dreams. I don't see how. I better have an experiment. I'm going to give you a big big bar chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) And wash it down with some hot chocolate. And soda. With some chocolate cake and cookies. (laughs) And put hot sauce on it. Uh, <laughs> put hot sauce on potato chips and oh that's good um, number two french fries well once yeah. again the carbs must be what gives people bad dreams between carbs and the, the fat and stuff you know? you're not frightened are you right. but you would think that the carbs would put you to sleep I don't know about the fat though. and they <laughs> A lot of people think that French fries are healthy. No. But too, <laughs> they're too starchy, too many carbohydrates. You could get French fries. It says you could get French fries at a fair where you can also get fried Oreos, fried Kool-Aid. <laughs> Quiet. Fried Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, it's got fried Kool-Aid. I don't know how you do that. Uh, Me either. Fried food, French fries. Fried, fried pickles. I have written a poem. A poem the entire country should hear. What is your poem called? This and that concerning fat. Oh, fat? Well, how does your fat conservation poem go? My little niece is saving Greece to help to beat the Japs. To help defeat the Nazis, she's collecting bacon scraps. Yes. The drippings from each mutton roast she knows make ammunition. The donuts that my niece collects may bomb a Jap position. You, too, should save your fatty waste, your butter, lard, and suet. If my little niece can save her grease, surely you can do it. (laughs) When the Axis time at last has come and the world's restored to peace, the day that Hitler's goose is cooked, my little niece will save the grease. Well, thank you. (laughs) And then... Number one, ice cream. No. The ice only cream, thing I can think cream. of is, again, if you're lactose intolerant, probably. But otherwise, no, because it has all the butter fats. It has all the things that make you fall asleep. It, yeah. Morning, madam. <laughs> Ramley. I didn't touch her. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for bad ice cream dreams. <laughs> now listen, Gov, I appreciate you're going to swallow your shoes and scream like a panther. I don't blame you. Bad dreams by ice creams. Because wow. I, I think whoever made up that list has some serious lactose intolerance problems, and they're biased against certain foods. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Mary? Oh, Dad. 
Guys, this is a stream. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think half of those things are right. I like hot sauce on pasta and fried potatoes and French fries and potato chips and yeah, well, cheese. Well, my cheeseburger. Hot sauce adds a little bit of uh, kick to just about anything. I don't know if I put hot sauce in my soda. But, How about you uh, put on your ice cream? I wonder if that would be good. Sweet, sweet and spicy. Yeah. Put it on my macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I worked with a guy and he'd always invite me over to his because uh, it was out in the uh, bivouac, is what you call it. You got, into, got in the field and tents. He'd say, in the corner, had some tasty treats with me. And he'd, take, he'd have, always have hot sauce. And he put like cheese on MRE crackers and make these little tasty treats. They were always really spicy. And he goes, don't you ever wish when you had the tasty treats? Because later you, you go to the bathroom and it's like flaming circle of fire coming out. <laughs> you should eat ice cream. That way you, when you're doing that, you could be praying for the ice cream. Come on, ice cream. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a lovely present. A nice red fire extinguisher that will last you 100 years. Oh, I don't expect to be here for a hundred years. That's all right. Where you're going, you can take it with you. And that is all I have for my top ten list. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. (laughs) So it didn't make much sense. It it, it didn't make a lot of sense. I totally disagree with with most of the list, but it was was a list. I agree with you a hundred percent completely. Everything you said is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't let me open the other one, I guess, because I had it so long. It just, I don't know, I'll have to look at it later and put it in my notes or something. Yeah, maybe yeah, do well, it. We're getting down to our, our final part of the show. Yeah, yeah emails and my listener reviews. Headset just went bonkers on my ear. Commercials. We don't have any emails this week. Uh, football games. Football games? Uh, what about football games? They're coming soon. Oh. To a broadcast station near you. Check your local listings. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any emails to read this week. I I didn't uh, notice any to put together for uh, the podcast. So that means we're down to our final thoughts. I don't okay. know if this would be a final thought or not, but I, I then told this one to Keith last night, but I was driving, or we were driving through an Amish community, and on the back of a buggy, it said, there was a sign, and it said, this buggy is a low energy efficient vehicle. It runs on grain and oats. Caution, do not step in exhaust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was so funny. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Thoughts of the day. You gotta I don't suffer from insanity. I enjoy every minute of it. (laughs) Well, my wife keeps wanting me to eat natural foods, 
No way. Do you have any idea of how many people die of natural causes? <laughs> and natural foods. I told this one to somebody before, too, that may know the answer. I have a riddle again. What is heavier forward, but not backwards? But backwards is. It is not. Do you know, Jill? No. It's not. A ton. A tons. Not. And it's not. Backwards. Backwards, uh, not is a ton, and that's heavy forward. Okay. But, but snot is also lighter than tons. Not boogers. Unless you have a ton of snot. <laughs> anyway. Please, how many times have I told you when you sneeze, sneeze the other way? I don't know any other way. I'll stick to the final thoughts. Well, well, let's see. I hate when I'm running up on the treadmill for a half an hour. I really look down and I see it's only been four minutes. <laughs> Where there's a will, I want to be in it. <laughs> well, what are we on? And if you have a will, you can put us in it. You can send your uh, ideas and thoughts to the, the, the TSF at that sounds I have one more thought, though. I have an actual thought. Sure. What do you call an angry coach? A cross trainer. Cross <laughs> trainer. I'm very cross at you. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, all right. Tune in well, next week. Yeah, tune in next week. We'll, we'll be recording on time. I uh, usually same back time, same back channel, as they used to say. Yep. And maybe so, we'll have a tuna instead of a dolphin. <laughs> tuna. <laughs> next week, maybe another whale story or a bear. For episode 46. Or a cow. <laughs> a cow and a tree. Cow and a tree. Yep. And we can tell you who won the Cardinal game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's where uh, we sign off. Uh, <coughs> send us uh, ratings and review wherever you find us out there on uh, whatever directory you find us on. Uh, let us know because we don't always check those because there's so many of them out there. Send us uh, an email to the webpage. You can mail us emails directly at TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. And uh, that's all I got. So thanks for Hey, listening. I got a gripe, though. Yeah. This week we didn't have as many listeners. Hello. What happened? Uh, or, <laughs> or the week before, y'all getting lazy out there. It did dip down um, a little bit, but then. If it, when it dips up and down, it's not a big deal. So if it starts to slowly go down, that's the deal. We need more than just two listeners or three. <laughs> we spike from three to five and back down to three. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was. Well, that was the highest we ever hit, though. We had 50-something. It's like, wow. People, come on. We got to get more famous. I don't know. More popular. That sounds funny. TSF 
at thatsoundsfunny.com. Three blind yep. mice, three blind mice. See how we walk the walls. Because it's not four, because a certain blind mice refuses to join us <laughs> or sponsor yeah. our show. We could be the three musketeers. <laughs> yeah. Musketeers. Well, you know, even the three musketeers have a fourth musketeer. Yeah.